What's up, guys? Welcome to the Athletic Aesthetic Podcast, where art and sports connect through conversation. My name is Vinny, and I'm your host. This is episode three, and I'm really excited to have an awesome guest on today's episode. Before we get to that, though, I want to thank you for listening to this. I know through episodes one and two, uh, we've had some issues with technical difficulty with microphones, all that stuff. This is a whole learning curve with this podcast, but I appreciate you guys. If you're listening, you made it through the first two episodes. I think we have it figured out. We've already recorded episode three as I record this intro and um, it sounds amazing. So I can't wait for you guys to hear this interview uh, with my guest today, who is uh, Zach. If you're familiar, you may have seen him uh, on Instagram at it's bald boy. And I've been sharing him a lot on my page as well. He's a sneaker customizer. He's also here in Pittsburgh. He lives uh, you know, right outside of the city. Um, and I'm, I'm pumped that I was able to connect with him a few weeks ago and now he's on the podcast. And now like, I feel like he's going to be a regular on this podcast because our conversation was like, uh, it's about 50 minutes long, but I think we could have talked for another three hours. Like we just had so much, you know, to say, and, and it was, it was, it was a fun conversation for me to have. So I'm really excited for you guys to take a listen. Um, you know, for, for this episode, we get into a little bit of just like the backstory of, you know, custom shoes. And so, you know, I feel like a lot of people are kind of like learning about them now as they become more mainstream, you see them on your feed, you see like with TikTok and, you know, all these artists that do like, you know, very, um, popular designs that you see over and over and over, but like it's, it's becoming more mainstream and it's a hobby like that any, you could literally like start at a beginner level and just do it for fun. And so that's an amazing thing. We talk about that from like the spectrum of, you know, the hobby sneaker customizer all the way to the person who's trying to, you know, create a brand to, you know, something a little different. Zach is really building something very unique within the sneaker customization community. Uh, and if you go to his page, you'll see what exactly what I mean. Um, he, you know, we get into that a little bit in our conversation, talk about life, talk about, you know, what makes us, what inspires us, what makes us, you know, want to keep creating all that kind of stuff. It's such a fun conversation. So, um, not going to take up too much more time with this, with this intro, but before I do send it to the, um, you know, the theme song and the roll in and all that stuff, I want to thank you for being here because without you, without your support, uh, this podcast doesn't really make sense. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of time. It's a lot of energy. It's a lot of fun. And I really enjoy doing it. I want to keep doing it. So if you find value in, in this podcast, please, whether you listen to this on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you get this, please rate and review the podcast. Uh, that's what bumps this up in the algorithm. It's what, you know, puts it on other people's feeds for them to see without any rates and reviews. It's not even really popping up when people search for athletic aesthetics. So please, if you have a second, please, please, please do that. I really appreciate it. If you watch this on YouTube, this is a very visual podcast. So if you do listen, welcome. I'm glad you're here. Uh, if you watch this on YouTube, please make sure that you're subscribed. Leave a comment below. Just say hello. Say where you're watching from. Tell me what your favorite part is. Comment on, you know, me and uh, Zach and how goofy we look and like whatever you want to say, just leave a comment, do something to engage with it and then share this to your Facebook, to your Instagram, whatever you want to do, give us a shout out and we'll, uh, we'll definitely share that on our page as well. So without further ado, let's get to the episode. This is episode three of Athletic Aesthetic Podcast. Let's get it.
right, guys. So before we get into the interview with Zach, uh, shout out to our sponsors, Candelore's Barking Beauties. Candelore's Barking Beauties is local here to the Pittsburgh area. So if you are uh, in Pittsburgh or anywhere around, I'm sure you can find a location uh, close to you. They have five full-service grooming salons. Uh, no appointments are needed, and they're open Tuesday through Saturday uh, from 8 to 6. Boarding and daycare is available also at their Irwin location. Uh, you can call 412-872-5550 or visit us at candelorsbarkingbeauties.com where our salon is your salon. Now, let's get into the episode. I don't know if I can do that, dude. Yeah. That's a lot well, of pressure on me. You're already more interesting than my first guest. <laughs> it was Cody, right? It was Cody. Yeah, yeah. it was definitely Cody. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, we um, there's no like real like intro to this or whatever. Okay. Are you done with your coffee now? No. You're not? Don't touch my coffee, dude. I, well, I just, you've already peed like four times. I know. But Are, the reason, it's a good reason. It's because I'm worried we're going to get locked into like a three-hour conversation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then I'm just going to get an hour and a half in and like That's feel true. like shit that I didn't pee right beforehand, That's you true. know? Yeah. So. Um, we do tend to talk a lot, huh? When like you come here and then like, uh, I think what was the first time you came here to the studio? Uh, It was... Was it what like a month ago? I think like yeah, it's probably a little over a month ago. Because I remember I reached out to you. We've been planning it for a while, but you said you were like sick or something when we were initially going to do it, and then you yeah. came down. And I remember you were like, "Yeah, I got a I got a meeting at like, um, or you had to be somewhere." I think you just wanted to like <laughs> put something on the books just in case you were like, "I got to get got to get out of here." Yeah, like, you know what I mean. But <laughs> yeah, because right. because then we like started. <laughs> Then we started talking, and you realize, okay, these guys aren't terrible people. So yeah, right. But the, we you hung out for like three hours that day, and we were just talking about life. And we were talking about like art, and you know why you do what you do, and all this stuff. So yeah, dude, you know. that that day was like huge for me because I I mean I told you before like we never or I never talked to anybody in the city really. Like I have some connections just from people that I've known throughout the years so like some really lowbrow like musicians like um you know a streetwear brand from a guy named Brandon Moon who is a uh, hippie at heart hmm. so like I know that he does some clothes around the city and like which is great but those are really like the only two people other than close friends that like I even knew that did anything creative hmm. so whenever you reached out to me on Instagram then like you know I was like this is fucking sweet like, <laughs> yeah. I, like I finally go not only do I get to meet people from the city that like are doing a similar thing but also like you do something so different in customs that like I mean i I'm pretty blunt whenever I talk to you, so I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, you know, I want to understand where this guy's head is at, you yeah. know. So like, it was cool. So like, coming here, when I, you when you say uh, you talk to me pretty blunt, yeah, you, what you mean is you told me I don't really like your work. I like you. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Admittedly, <laughs> in my head, I was thinking low key dog shit, but 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 that being said, like. I don't actually think the work is dog shit. It's because, like... <laughs> Please elaborate. Yeah. So far, this doesn't sound good at all. Yeah, okay, so, all right, all right, all right, yeah. Give so. me something. Okay, so... Like, I gotta, like, be able to go home and be like, all right, I'm, I'm an okay person. Yeah, not cry to your wife. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which, I'm, I'll do that anyways, but yeah. Uh, that's fair. So, so, like, what I mean is, like, for... I, I've been involved in customs for so long now at this point that, like... Not not comparatively, like custom been around for twenty plus years, but like I've been doing it and like understanding it for like eleven years at least. Mm -hmm. So I've been seeing essentially like what you do 
forever like since i started getting involved in it because right. like that's how it really started to get big was like it was pretty underground and then people like mosh and kickasso would start making customs right. for like nfl players kickasso was doing a lot of gloves like yeah so then for for so long all i saw was like um either like nba players nfl players um like mosh to wwe superstars like but it was just like branding right. all the time yeah and so after that phase kind of left and it moved towards like more trendy Gucci and Louis Vuitton type stuff, then I mean, honestly, I, I was like good riddance. Cause like I was so tired of seeing it, but like, so that's why whenever I found out you were in Pittsburgh, I was like, come on, bro. I was like, why does he have to do this? <laughs> well, why but, did, uh, how did you find out I was in Pittsburgh? Uh, was it cause I reached out to you because I found out when you were on, uh, shout out Jake Polino mm-hmm. with one of one on you were on the episode I think right before me yeah and I think he mentioned on there you were like yeah I'm from Pittsburgh and I was like what like because I yeah. had been following you and then I was like there's no way this because and, and we joke like I know you, you were like yeah like our work is so opposite oh and yeah. so like I remember the first time I saw some of your stuff I was like what is even happening yeah here? yeah like you know because to me like what I do with my work is totally different than what you're trying to accomplish with what you're designing. Yeah. And like, mm-hmm. it's really crazy to think that we're in the same city and we have like the same niche, mm-hmm. but we are in two separate worlds when it comes to like what we create. And that's what, that's what I was going to say. So that was, <laughs> you let me get all of the me shitting on you out, but didn't <laughs> let me actually wrap it up in a nice way. <laughs> so I'm going to go back a little bit. <laughs> 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 so the listen ca- okay i had cody on episode i gotta just start inviting people on this podcast that actually like think that i'm a decent artist <laughs> at some point like Dude, i, I just invite guests on that just tell me i'm trash hold on let me okay hold on let me wrap this up in a nice way because i really was going to i i have so much respect because dylan does the same thing to jesus customs like straight up the same exact thing where like you know a lot of branding work a lot of like it takes a certain person to be able to do that. And I can't do that. I have tried and I don't do it well. So I have so much respect for like your work and Dylan's work and anybody that does branding like that, because it's also hard to work with people like just in general, I can just make whatever the fuck I want and then just post it and be like, if you like it, buy it, (laughs) you know, there's a lot of freedom in that. Yeah, exactly. And so I have a lot of appreciation and respect for what you do. It was because of the history of it that I was like, Come on. Dude. So you think you kind of initially lumped me in with that like mainstream when so like to to rewind a little bit. Yep. You've been customizing almost or as long as I have. And a lot of people don't know that I've been customizing as long as I have because I just recently really went hard into it like Same, since like yeah. 2020 2019. Mm-hmm. But I've my first pair of NFL customs were in 2015 I believe. Oh and yeah yeah. So like I've been around for a long time but I fell off with posting because like I bounced around like I had like three different Instagrams at the start like first it was my personal then I created one called candle or customs mm-hmm. posted on that for like five years realized that I already had like this established audience on my page that was called uni edits mm-hmm. and I was like this is kind of the people that I'm trying to connect with because they were a sports crowd oh, I see, and I see. so I was like why am I why am I like trying to do all this work and build a candle or customs page 
and I'm trying to keep up with these like concept uniforms that I'm not doing as much. And I'm letting this audience that I've already established just kind of sit there. So I was like, I need to just merge. And that's when I became VC2 Art. Mm. So I, I changed uni edits to VC2 Art and just started building that brand. Well, so a lot of people think I started customizing when that VC2 Art brand uh, became a thing. Right. Does that make sense? Like oh, they yeah, thought yeah. that's when I started customizing, but there totally was this that. whole log of work that if you go back, that candle or customs page is still there, but there's just, which I actually, I brought a pair of shoes that I want to show because yeah. so we, we got together on Tuesday and we had a meeting. If you guys hear someone in the background, this is uh, my boy Cole. He's the producer of the show. And I don't know if you, he doesn't have a mic right now. We're working on getting him a third mic. Here, but <laughs> but you can still hear me. <laughs> we'll he's be still silent. A presence here. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so he's, he's been instrumental in helping me get this podcast as well as his, uh, his, his brother Clay. So shout out to the hounds, go follow them hounds mm-hmm. USA on Instagram and social media. Um, yeah, got you, bro. I'm gonna, I need a discount next month for the shout out though. You're an yeah, official sponsor I'm now. I'm my package as well. <laughs> I'm gonna tell Clay you approved it. He sends, tell Clay, Clay you approved it. Clay sends me. <laughs> yeah. Don't say my name. <laughs> yeah. Don't say, don't say our name. He's like, I don't want you to announce that we work with you. Yeah. We're a silent The player. hounds are very <laughs> underground if you know yeah. one thing about them. We're us, Zach, Cody... Let's just say we all kind of hate you. <laughs> Jeez, bro. What is going? What is this? Is you got? You know this? This is backlash because I got so much shit on my live yesterday, dude. That you I have, I have so much built up like angst and anger, uh, and why it's did you get, all going on you why, right now. Why did you get? Oh, like, it was good shit. It was just like friends giving me shit for just uh, random crap, you know. I thought you meant people were like talking shit on like your work. Oh or no, no. Oh, but that reminds me though. So I realized something like as we were talking too. That like I think also whenever you reached out, because um, I remember you reached out to me first and um, just like pretty much saying hey and then you like my work and you're like I'm in Pittsburgh I was like oh cool and then I remember I didn't like like it didn't go anywhere from there and then it wasn't until after like with Jake meeting with Jake on Complex right. then I think I reached out and I said oh like hey like we should actually meet up. Mm-hmm. So I think that's how it went. It may have been flipped, like the, the rules of it, but that was like the gist of it. Yeah. And I remember at the time, I think why why I didn't appreciate your work is because I had such an agenda of bringing customs to something that they weren't. Mm. And I still do. But like at the time, especially, I was like so tired of, of seeing the route that customs had gone and like the stagnation of it. And for like the average non sneakerhead custom shoe audience that's like, if it's just like, like, can you elaborate on that a little bit? I know oh, what you yeah. mean, but like, what do you mean by how it went stagnant? Or oh, okay. Yeah. So, um, so essentially, like, right, when customs first started out, it was very exciting. Um, a lot of people like completely disregarded it and considered it like fake. And, you know, people were yeah, like making fake kind of like the same way that, you know, people who paint, you know, Gucci stuff on like non Gucci bags. They think it's fake. It was kind of the same thing. Like, mm-hmm. oh, these people are like desecrating fire reds. Right. Yeah. And I haven't talked to any of the like OG OGs other than Mosh much. And we haven't had a conversation about it a whole lot. But just from what I understand, then that was the case. 
But then after that, whenever it started to pick up, it was incredibly exciting. We're like, we were seeing, um, it was it was kind of the same idea as bef- like the band Jordan Ones, mm-hmm. where before like N- NBA players were allowed to wear the shoes that they want to wear, that they had to follow a certain dress code. It was kind of the same thing in like the NFL, mm-hmm. where they didn't want people wearing custom cleats like at all, right? right? So it was this exciting thing where like all these players, people were seeing with these new cleats, and they were like debating giving them fines, and it was just crazy. Well, it blurs the line a lot with like copyright. And so mm-hmm. I think with these, the, a lot of the leagues were like very timid and like players and people with brand deals and stuff, they were like, you know, like how much do we want to fully back this? Exactly. For fear of like future backlash. And even exactly. like people that were in it were like, I remember being like, people would be like, Hey, can you even do this? And I'd be like, I don't know. I don't know. This guy gave me a pair of cleats. So I'm going to pay him. Like, <laughs> it's still kind of the same way now, too. Right. Yeah, it really is. Were you around? Like, do you remember the whole, like, make the swoosh pop? Like, oh, yes. That, like, went around. Yes, dude. It was dude. like you had to, like, Nike wrote a memo to people and was like, hey, like, you can do customs, but you have to make the swoosh a prominent part of the design. Which is crazy now. Like, yeah. like looking back, because now they almost are just uh, contradicting themselves because like that swoosh is often like what gets people in trouble with things too you know is it swoosh or swoosh oh fuck dude i don't do you, what did i say so you say swoosh and i've heard dylan says swoosh too and it's always drove me crazy because i say <laughs> swoosh but then i looked it up and i think it's pronounced swoosh but i don't know what do you think it's like a tomato tomato thing you can say i think i usually say swoosh uh, but I think it's you're one of those guys. Guy. You strike me as a swoosh type of guy, dude. <laughs> you look like a swoosh guy. What? Swoosh guys are elite. The underground, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, you just you told me you hate me, and now you're on my team because we say swoosh. Oh, I'm on your team. Uh, yeah, don't get things don't get things twisted, bro. Yeah, yeah, he's got his you're fake you're not one of them bro no, 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 no. No. but so, oh wait wait so i just i don't get off track because like so things oh, went from like bootleg idea to like very exciting and new and then slowly as customs started to catch on more people realized that it could be a way of like just making money and hitting trends with right. really simple designs yeah so it started seeing like a lot of gucci customs a lot of burberry customs a lot of people sewing fabric on yep. because it was just so fast and like turnaround was insane you could sell a pair for like 250 bucks and right. you could do 30 40 50 i don't even know how many people are doing in a week but like make a great living doing it right so there was nobody pushing i shouldn't say nobody there was nobody in the mainstream pushing customs at that point to not be that because it takes time to do what you do right and social media is such a world of now like Mm -hmm. i need to post something now and tomorrow and the next day and maybe multiple times a day and it's like doing Louis V customs and like all these things are things you can knock out in a few hours Uh so you can keep up with the demand. And as you keep up with the demand of your audience, you grow. Yep. Whereas, you know, you got artists like you heard like really putting in the work and like have well thought out products, you know, at the end it's like, people are like, Oh shit, I forgot you existed. And I don't mean that in a negative way. It's just because they see this same artist posting the same stuff and it looks cool and clean. So they're like, yeah, engaged with their stuff. Whereas when, you know, you got a longer process of the creation process for something like you make, you know, it's like, it's the 
you're not in their face every single day. So truth, I or mean, at least it takes. You can be, but it takes like m- much more effort. Right. You know, it's not. You're a hundred percent right, but yeah. you know, it's like that's a whole other thing we could get into. Is like that. That's part of the reason I went into three D work as well, mm-hmm. and like um, you know. Because introducing a digital side of things gives you the ability when you don't have a finished shoe right. or you don't have a finished video to like post things if you can yeah. get good at it. Yeah. And what I'm referring to is like when this all first started. Right? Oh, right. Okay. So like, I see. you know, back in yeah. 2014, 2015, 2013, whatever it is. Absolutely. Like the whole 3D element wasn't even a part of any of this. So like if you weren't pumping out work every other day. You became irrelevant fast, no matter how Facts. cool what you were making was. Facts. And that was even before like the whole like like reels were a thing. It was it was like literally posting photos to Instagram was the only way to really I don't even could you post videos at the beginning stages of Instagram? I don't think so, right? It was straight up yeah. So like there was no like That's behind a good point, the scene like you had to have a finished product and a great photo to like really like Yeah get your stuff going forward. So like it's true. Um, it's a whole different dynamic in like what you're trying to do now. And I think that you're actually setting yourself up to like be ahead of the curve as things start moving more towards like virtual reality and like, you know, metaverse NFTs, all that kind of stuff. And I know right. we've briefly talked about that and you have some really cool projects that you're working on, which Thank I won't, you. I won't tease out too much because I know like I, I, every time I'm like with him, I'm like, he like shows me something. I'm like, can I show people this? Or like, <laughs> like, are you like, Soon. how secret is this? You know, honestly, we can talk about it. I was thinking about this before this, um, but we can totally talk about it. Cause I think it'd be exciting for people to hear. And it's to the point where like things are getting shipped out now. So we can, but Oh, just to put a cap on what you're talking about, like, yeah. you know, you're a hundred percent right. Where I went through that era where you had to post all the time and it was all about turnaround. It was all about making money and it really incentivized against being creative and Mm -hmm. pushing the industry at all. So that's exactly, this is all relating back to stagnation because that's exactly what I mean where like it, you know, it was that era. It it felt like customs had its time to be that branding time. And then it had its time to be that like that, you know, almost like cheap knockoff time. Like I know that's a bad way to say it. And I know people are going to hate me for saying that, but like, I mean, it kind of is what it is. Yeah. It's, it's like fast turnaround as like an artist that I've done. I've never done a Louis V custom. So I will have that in my, like, I know I've done like some more, you know, some of the designs that are like, like I just, for once, or for the first time I did like one of those cartoon Air Force Ones. Yeah, yeah. And like I've seen those for years. I mean, uh I think it's all it's such a cool design and it's it's now become like a you know, something everyone has seen it, I feel like. Yeah. But like, you know, if a person's willing to pay you to do it and like that person also though I will say I took that order before I even knew what the person wanted because it was um Benny Snell for the Steelers. Oh, so and, you're like, oh, okay, but, okay, But he okay. also, he gave me a pair of cleats, and I did a pair of cleats for him, and he was like, while I was picking them up, he was like, oh, I also got these forces. I don't know what I want you to do to them yet, but will you take them? And I was like, yeah, sure. And then he was like, this is what I want. And I wasn't, what are you supposed to say? No. no. Like, yeah. am I going to not cuss? But I yeah. actually, like, was like, and, and I would never say that it's like a dumb design, but it's just, it's something that's been out there for a while. So I was like, this isn't going to, like, fit in like my brand or whatever but i was like this is fun and i made like cool like a cool youtube video for it so yeah that ended up working out and benny snell's a dope guy to work with so yeah. i was like this is a win-win but no i mean um so yeah i i think that like 
where you're headed is in what the future of customs is going to be. And I think if, if, um, if you kind of like pioneer this, I think you're really setting yourself up to be that kind of person, which is really funny because like you're going to kind of go from being the person that like didn't have a lot of content at the beginning because you were like well thought out all this stuff and like the like early artists that could pump out more work because they had like done like you know easier stuff now when we move into like metaverse 3d all this type stuff right you're gonna be the guy that's got endless content <laughs> right you've been yeah. doing it for years and all of us idiots are just gonna be like <laughs> uh like you know like what what do we do now? Like, you know, I, I yeah. Hey guys, I painted this shoe. Like everyone's be like, yeah, we don't care. Zach's shoes on my feet virtually. Like, <laughs> you know, like I can look at this picture of yours, but guess what? I'm like literally wearing this pair that Zach designed at bottom <laughs> in like this virtual shoe store. That'd be, I mean, that'd be a fucking, that'd be yeah. the day. Like that'd be sick, but it's coming, bro. Well, you know, I, I honestly, like I've changed a little bit too. Cause like I definitely, admittedly, like I said, you know, when we first met, I was like, you know, listen, I get that, like, I'm trying to be respectful of everybody, and, like, I don't want to, I don't want to shit on anybody's business, and if that's what people enjoy, ultimately, that's what I hope they do. that's the bottom line, is if you really, like, because that's, like, when you say, like, about my work, like, I, like, it has to do with, like, why you're doing it, too, so, like, if you genuinely are, like, this is, like, so much fun, and I, and I'm making money doing this, and there is absolutely nothing wrong. Nothing at all. any of that, like, Everyone's welcome in this oh, community. I, I couldn't agree more, bro. So. And, and like that, I didn't used to have that mentality, especially when I first started back two years ago. But I totally, totally agree. We're like, and that's what I want to reiterate. And this is this is hard for me to like communicate. And that's why I like like that we can talk about this because. I am very passionate about where I think customs can be. And so that's what I'm going to talk about because it's not there. Mm -hmm. But like, I hope people understand that there's like an underlying respect for the people that like laid the groundwork for this. And I still regularly talk to those people like yourself, like Dylan, like a lot of the OG customizers that aren't even around anymore. um, Like I have great respect for and uh, people that are still doing like brand work, people that are still doing, you know, Louis V and stuff like that. Do it. If you like it, just please fucking do it. Like, that's all I care about. I just want to make sure the people that don't feel like they can properly express their creative, like, aspirations through customs right now, I'm trying to make that lane. Yeah. I can't, so I don't have, like, I, it sounds so bad, but I don't have time to talk about, like, and reiterate to people all the time, like, yeah, this is like, you know what I think, but just just be just to just know that like I don't want to offend anybody. Like everything is cool. Yeah. That's I hope that's like an underlying thing. Yeah. You know I what I mean? I think it's like you're like speaking down to people. I think you're trying to like pull people with you. Exactly. And yeah. that's like the, that's like the vibe I get when I talk to you. It's not like you're like, you know, my work is at a level, and I'm not going to compromise that for like a quick buck. Right. And if you do that, you're trash. That's not what I get from you. What I get from you is like, hey you're actually doing this basic level entry stuff at a high level here. Like follow me to this new, like, you know, level that you could be at this new, like way of thinking about customs. Right. And it's, it's a really is like a shift mentally from just making money through doing it, which again is totally fine. Absolutely. Because I've done it. Absolutely. And bro. So, I like, have too. a hundred percent. I brought pairs that I've done it for just so I could prove that like, I get it. I did. Can I see some of them? You want to get into that? Now? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Let me. So we actually, I, I kind of brought this up 
like earlier when I introduced you, but we met on Tuesday this week, mm-hmm. uh, and we're, we got some like fun things. We're gonna like collab with the hounds and like do some cool events or something. We're we're, we're like in the very beginning stage of like what we're gonna bring to Pittsburgh, but yeah. we're definitely gonna like do something really cool in the city when it comes to custom shoes and just like the art scene in general and creative. So if you're listening to this, stay tuned because we got some really Mm -hmm. fun things planned. Um, but I was able to, uh, come by your house where you, you have your home studio and you showed me some of these. So I was like, dude, when we record, you have to bring these. So that's, uh, I'm pumped. So good. What do you, what do you got for us? Okay. Okay. So I, I want to do a a quick walkthrough of like, bald boy history right so like i said that you we started i started doing customs back in high school so i was it's been like 10 years now nine years and um so that's whenever i just first started i was following them for a couple years before that but the the first custom i ever did i'm not i can't remember if it was this pair i brought or another pair but um this was this is so fucking funny. I'm so happy I still have this. I actually gave it to my brother. But like... I don't think I saw these the other day. Dude, this pair... So I, I played soccer and like love soccer. Yeah, absolutely. And so whenever I was doing customs, I was like, man, what do I want to do? And I was like, well, the shoe is red and white and it had a little bit of blue on it. So I was like, that reminds me of England. And who do I like from England? David Beckham. <laughs> so I went to fucking Michael's and got some Createx paints. Yeah. And I was like, this is, I didn't even have like the confidence to actually do portraiture on it. So I literally just like stenciled out a, an image yeah. of it and put it on there. And uh, that's what this is. So I, I love it so much just because of the history <laughs> yeah. of it. But looking at it, I'm just like, this is just like, <laughs> it's like the perfect origin piece, you know? It's like everything wrong, you know? <laughs> and I love that. It is. So this is like the first pair I ever did. And um, so this is this was like lots of history to me. And then the first pair that I ever did that got picked up yeah. is this pair of Gearbox Jordan 5s. And so I love gaming. Always have been a big gamer. You still do? Absolutely. Yeah. I don't play as much anymore because I, I feel bad when I play. I feel like I should be working. But like, it sucks. I know. It feels bad, man. But like, it is the reality. No, so like, um, now I, I follow esports all the time, though. I watch like all esports, League of Legends, Rocket League, uh, CSGO, everything. I don't all know day. anything you just said. Oh, well. <laughs> Wait, do you know what I'm talking about? I know. Okay, we'll move on. We'll move on. You could have just made up words, and I'd have been like, "Yeah, cool." Somebody out there's gonna know. Somebody knows. No, I I fully. Yeah, yeah. I just want to make sure that everyone understands that, like, my lack of response is not because (laughs) literally don't know what words you just said. Yeah, they're all just different video games. But so, uh, Gearbox made a game called Borderlands Two. And it was my favorite game of all time, so I did an homage to it this pair. Okay. And um, this is, to this day, like probably the most sentimental pair I have because it was the first pair I did. I posted on Twitter, and uh, Gearbox retweeted and said it was the best pair of shoes they've ever seen. And as my, like, you know, as a kid, like a teenager, that was just fucking everything. Yeah. Like, and I spent, I spent, I mean, these got a lot of detail in them. And you could tell these are all hand painted, right? Oh, yeah. Yep. You weren't airbrushing at this point. I think I airbrushed the yellow, actually. This part? Yep. Oh, really? Yeah, it definitely has a smooth factory finish on the yellow. Yeah. But I mean, all the details, like, even this fade from, like, the, like, red to blue is, looks like brushwork. That is, yeah. Yeah. So I, I was I was so proud of that. Do you and have like good photos of this, 
Or could we take some? I want to make sure. We can take some. We okay. can take some. Yeah. I want to make sure I like post some close up so when they're watching the the YouTube they can see it. Absolutely. Yeah. Um. But yeah. that pair was like the first pair I did of customs that was like, man, like people like this. Like I'm, I don't, I'm not the only one that thinks that I'm good. Like I'm making what I want to make and, and people think it's really good. So you think this was your first, you said this was your first like stamp of approval from like something, yep. you know, a bigger entity. Absolutely, bro. Yeah. Absolutely. So, and then I just got really fucking lazy for like three years and yeah. I was like, well, you know, I'd rather, I'd rather play video games and like drink <laughs> in college than like do customs. But Where did you go to college again? Uh, Washington Jefferson. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, uh, and then, so whenever I came back, this was not that long ago, actually. This is about a year ago. Um, this is my first original pair. Yeah, those caught my eye the other day. Yeah, yeah. Dude, and it's wild. So, like, looking at these, do you see, like, anything of my style in them? I'm so no. curious. Well, let me see it. Mm-hmm. Initially, no. If, if someone were to show me these mm-hmm. and say who made these, I'd... Never would say you. Yeah, that's um, very fair. But I, this color theme, this like whole color palette on the background here is very you with uh-huh. like these like almost industrial colors yep. on the swoosh. Uh huh. The swoosh. <laughs> um, Thank you. <laughs> but yeah, other than that, I wouldn't. Maybe the contrasting of like a pop. Of color on the mute, like yeah, color scheme in the back. No, but you yeah, nailed it. Am I, is that it? You nailed it. Like, the, so this it's so it's so cool to hear you say that. Like, really, really cool. Because this was the first pair I did. Got it. Hey, did you hear that? That was try. I dude, actually, big nailed props. It. Like, this is the first pair I did where I was trying to find an original style, and it's fascinating because like I always preach to people that like you you. When you're first trying to find an original style, you have to take what you like and try to incorporate it in a unique way. Mm-hmm. So, like, I give credit. This entire shoe essentially is the same style in, in my own way of James Jean, who's a fine artist. And because I knew I couldn't stop looking at James Jean stuff without feeling like amazed. I just thought it was the most incredible thing in the world. And um, so, whenever I started to do my own style, I was like, well, I was like, let's try that and start there and see what we like. So, this piece. Um, was based off of my home, like where I lived, it was called Lake Latonka and Mercer, Mercer, PA. And uh, it has a lot of different like symbolism for my friends and family and some of the stuff we used to do like fishing. Mm-hmm. And, um, but it, it was just, it was a very personal pair, but it was my first attempt at a style and I loved it. Like I hated the process. I hated it so much. It was so much line work. It yeah. was so much detail. There's so much detail in that. Yeah, it was it was a miserable, miserable process. But like the actual piece itself, I liked. Yeah. So that's fascinating hearing you say that it's like the contrast and the colors because this is the last shoe I brought, where it's called Commute, <laughs> right? Yeah. And so this was the first shoe that I can genuinely say both conceptually. And aesthetically and experimentally, just with like the different finishes and colors and whatnot that I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. all three of them. Yeah, dude. Did you say athletic aesthetic? I did actually. Yeah, (laughs) it was the athletic aesthetic, (laughs) the concept (laughs) that I think I nailed it. And and I I think you did too. Thank you. And and this this shoe means the world to me. Like. I think this might have been even one of the first ones I saw on your page. And when I saw it in person the other day, I was blown away by these details on the inside. Really? Yeah. There's just something about like 
a light, like the, a painted light that has that airbrush glow. Yeah. That I just am a sucker for. Like, oh, I get it. Like dude. even in the like recent line that I did with like the Steelers stuff, like uh-huh. doing the stadium lights in the background. Uh-huh. And it's that hazy like glow. I love, love that. It. And the fact oh. that you incorporated that on such a small scale here on this like porch. Yeah. Is is that what this is? A porch, right? No, I mean it, it's. What is I mean this? it's abstract, right? So like I I know what I based it off of, which I'm happy to share. But like I'm always curious, like I you know now a, that you look at it, what do you see, dude? I see a house, like I see a a nighttime scene. Oh, okay. oh, like I'm outside I see, I see. of a house, and that's a window, and that's like the banister of a porch, and that's like the lights on the roof of the porch. Wait, do you see it? And this is like the stair. Like I totally see what you're the saying. The handrail. Bro. This whole time, I thought I this totally was a house. See this looks. That's why I said like these need to be like Kanye's new like album cover, like with his like stuff he's been doing. Because I get that whole vibe from that shoe. That. Let's show the audience. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I'm yeah. gonna take some good photos too, so we can put it over uh, when I put different producer, cameras. I'll put it on for you guys. If you're just listening, you got to go to uh, Bald Boy on. Um, Instagram, it's bald boy, right? Yeah, it's bald boy. You got to see these pictures. And I'll, like I said, if you got the, uh, um, oh, great. Look at this guy coming in. What's good, Cody? What's up, bro? I actually didn't see you in that seat, so I didn't didn't think that you were shooting. I thought you were taking, like, a picture. That's why I didn't even know. Oh, good. Come on in, bro. I know. Yeah, you want to see him? We got to get another. I do. Can I I look? Yeah, absolutely, dude. Yeah. So for those, I don't know if I don't know if you're in the shot, but if you're watching or listening, the one and only Cody Sable. I'm definitely in it. Is that (laughs) it is? It is. (laughs) Yeah, surprising. You like it, dude? What do you see? Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. I see um, a subway, (laughs) or like a uh, like it's obviously like. uh, You picking him up at all? Like the walls are silhouetted and the windows are. Like you can see in these windows, is that? Is so that? I saw a front porch. Yeah, well that's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, well that's one of the stupid. coolest moments. This is so sick. Thank you, dude. One I appreciate of, it. I did. Oh yeah, guys. There's a note up here that says, "Hey, good luck on the pod. Try being <laughs> interesting." And it says, "Signed by Cody Sable," which. Yeah. But, but yeah, this was this was um, the last pair of the like the journey that I brought because this yeah. is the pair that definitely brought me to like. You know, like where I'd say I am now, yeah. like what most people are familiar with. Right. Yeah. Were you nervous the first time you started like distressing a shoe? Were you like, oh. it was it was a decision beforehand to say, like, no matter where this goes, uh, like, I'm OK with it. That was pretty much it. I was nervous that that like I wouldn't like it. I wasn't nervous that I would like ruin it, right. if that makes yeah. sense. You know, mm-hmm. Um. so. I want to show you a pair that I brought. Yes, okay. please do, bro. So, I'm so excited. This is officially the first pair of shoes that I ever customized. Uh-huh. Now, what it looks like right now is not what it looked like when I customized them. Oh, God. Okay. So, before I open it, a little backstory. And I think I got into this, if you guys are listening and you listened to the intro, forgive me for, like, repeating a story. But I didn't, I didn't get into, like, major details with it. And I'm mm-hmm. not going to get into massive here, but... Um, basically I had started working, it was college. I was working at finish line. This was like the very beginning of like Instagram customization, all this stuff. There was a local dude, shout out, his name's hippie Neil. Mm. And he worked with refresh Pittsburgh. 
all this stuff. No, this isn't the collab that I showed. Oh, no, okay. I was like, oh. me, and, me and Neil collabed on a pair of Air Forces back then for an event, and I think someone bought those actually. So oh, I'm not sick. sure where they are. Um, this was like I reached out to him. He was like the first person that like first of all he was local, so that was amazing. He actually invited me to his house. It was, I forget where it was, somewhere in Pittsburgh. I drove there. We sat there. We painted. Um, you know, for hours and we didn't even talk really. Like he's kind of a quiet dude. Huh. And we just like watched movies and painted shoes. And he, he was the first person to teach me how to use an airbrush. And like, so he, Damn. and he didn't want anything. He just was like, yeah, just come on over and hang out. So it was really cool of him. Uh, maybe I do. I should get him on the podcast. Some you point, he's like really influential in me starting. Oh yeah, dude. Um, and I know he's still local. It I'm, sounds like he was influential in the community. Well, too. he was, so he actually exploded and was working with like Wale and like, rappers and he did a bunch of stuff for some of the Steelers at the time and like he was doing some really like he went viral on Instagram first before I even saw like Dylan or Mosh or any of those he was the first person I saw customized and I was like he's in Pittsburgh it's crazy Mm -hmm. so connected with him learned from him and then I was like all right I think I'm gonna you know uh try a pair so this was actually before we met up at his house he was like just giving me feedback and we were like talking like that right and I was like I'm gonna try a pair so, like I said, I worked at Finish Line. I got, like, all the release shoes at the time. Like, I basically just turned my paycheck back into Finish Line. There. <laughs> and, That's, that um, sounds about right. The first... So, this has significance not only in the customization. This is my first pair of retros I ever bought. Damn. Uh, they're Fire Red 4s. Beautiful. Oh, uh, my. I wore them, beat the hell out of them. Yeah. Because I, like, wear all my shoes. I don't have... I have one pair of shoes that are still in the box, and it's the... It's, like, the Gift of Flight... Um, box that was like a pair of baby blue Pantone blue 11s oh, and like a 20 sh- Air Jordan 29 or something like that pack. Wow. Okay. Um, I know exactly what you're talking but yeah, about. Yeah. I love that colorway and I'm waiting for like, I don't know what I'm going to wear them for, but I'm, that's the only pair I've never wore. And I have probably like 50 pair of Jordans. Dude. So okay. I wear all my shoes. Right. And I wore these. I actually got to the point where I had them kind of beaten and broken in so much that I actually wore them to like a pickup basketball game. Damn. Holy <laughs> shit, bro. You're like, stunting on people that like just wearing them. Well, yeah. I like scuffed them all up playing. And I was like, all right, I'll just use these to like try to like customize. And so, like I said, this was at the very beginning, like before I even started working with Neil and before he started giving me like tips on airbrush. Uh So I used, like you said, just regular acrylic paint from Michael's painted them. And I did the same thing where I just it was a concept idea. So I painted one shoe. Mm -hmm. okay? and I was like, let me just take this to finish line. I'm going to excuse me. I'm going to put it on the shelf and I'm going to see like what people React. You put it on the shelf? Yeah. You're so a fucking animal, literally put bro. It on the shelf. People were walking in going, what is this? Like, That's so I, actually genius. So what the hell? I painted it at, yeah, definitely probably get fired, but like, I mean, but that's you like know. that's like the customizing like version of graffitiing. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, it's yeah. like you take your shoes and say, "Fuck it, these are going <laughs> on that fucking shelf." Yeah, you know, so many people came in and they were like, "What is this?" Because it was like before a lot of them even knew about custom shoes. That's so sick. they were like, you know, I, I, anyways, I did like this Cookie Monster theme. I didn't even mean to do a Cookie Monster theme. I just had like blue colors, and I did this like tan and blue, and put like. I tried to do like almost a beach theme, mm-hmm. but like it turned into like it looked like chocolate chip cookie dough because because <laughs> I didn't know how to like throw paint. I just wanted like a splatter. Effect. I can't do. You got to break these out. Well, I have to see. Here's this. why I'm setting this up. Okay, okay. They don't look like that now. Okay. <laughs> I did the one pair, like the one side. It got a 
ton of like likes and whatever. I took photos of it. Sneaker Files. Are you familiar with Sneaker Files? Of course, yeah. They at the time wrote an article on them. There's a fully That's full sick. feature. If you go to Sneaker Files and type in uh, Cookie Monster, this shoe comes up. Wow. Well, at the time, I don't know where it got out or how it got out. If you also search like Vincent Candelore Cookie Monster shoes, you can find a ton of knockoff Jordan sites from like other countries Mm -hmm. that mass produce that design on a pair of fake Jordans. That's insane. And so I got mad and I was like, I, you know, I didn't even customize the second one. And I was like, screw this. Like, I don't even want this design anymore because like it, like the fact that people started mass producing it, like made me mad and I hated the design after Uh, I like started looking at it. Yeah. 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 So I didn't know at the time about like, acetone and how to like remove paint so i literally took a like industrial sander to these things which frayed all of the like the 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 stitching and so it's kind of falling apart in some areas can't wear them probably now but i sanded them down even like the midsoles dude there's like grooves out of the midsoles i love that dude but then i like sprayed it with green and gold and then there's like angela's glitter light paint on the midsoles oh my god i didn't god. know what i was doing wait what kind of glitter lights like gold. oh it's gold oh okay so this is what they are now okay let me see this oh my freaking god i'm so excited dude when you're saying like fraying and using industrial sander like that's legit <laughs> yeah. part of my regular I process <laughs> and so i'm like i was like he's gonna appreciate yeah you're saying it like it's a bad thing and i'm like this is i am so pumped wait these are fire dude <laughs> wait a second Please look at these. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, fire red force. So. Dude, wait. These these just <laughs> remind me of like a bronze sculpture. Like when I'm holding them and looking at them, they don't even feel like shoes anymore. Dude, that's because there's about seven pounds of paint. <laughs> <laughs> Some of it is just acrylic. This is actually nuts, dude. Wait a second. Oh, I totally see what you're saying too. Like, oh, like I don't know if it gets picked them in the camera but i can feel with the finger too like yeah. the grooves on the midsole here yeah dude i love these though like like these are sick oh the gold aglets too on the laces mm-hmm. wow i forget where i got those from those were like oh my god I forget who made them back then oh my god i, I like don't want to touch them too much because i can i can tell that like parts of them there's just the gonna pain. crumble yeah exactly <laughs> yeah yeah that's yeah. wild so though, that's dude. the first pair right there this used to be the cookie monster for which is crazy because now that people are like you could literally still buy that design on like you know fake jordan sites that's nuts hey, that's shoe real quick. yeah um i found the sneakers file Oh, you did? Yes. I do want to show everybody the, uh, the Photoshop <laughs> that you did with Cookie Monsters. So <laughs> what was the What was the Instagram? I, I can, if you want to screenshot it, I can like, like just, pull it up in a picture. Yeah, I'll pull it up. <laughs> oh my god, bro! Oh my god! Yeah. Oh man, I was like, <laughs> it was a different era, dude. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Instagram underscore four one two. Oh my fucking god! Yeah, all right, so we all have our origin story. They're so, all a little different. So, like, what? So, how did you go from that to to doing this now? Like, like, uh, like I don't know. It just kind of happened. I, I've always done shoes. I've always mm-hmm. like made a way. Like, I've had every job you could possibly imagine from point A to point B from college 
through college to now. And mm. when I say that, like, I mean, like, every aspect of, like, work from blue collar to, like, you know, corporate jobs to serving jobs to a lifeguard to, like, <laughs> to OnlyFans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> currently OnlyFans. Yeah, currently. But, um, yeah, and but I've always had some sort of station wherever I lived that was dedicated to, like, art and whether I had orders at the time or if I was just throwing paint on my own shoes like this pair that I told you about Mm -hmm. just testing things I always like stayed you know creative right um and then you know like I told you when in 2020 it was actually 2018 when I merged my pages together like you saw on that post it was Instagram 412 then I was Candelore yeah then it was Candelore Customs then I now I'm and it was uni edits and now I'm VC2 art like all of that there's so much that has like taken place to get to like vc2 art right and that's why like in the stuff you know we mentioned earlier where yeah it's like a more simple process or like product that i put out but there's so much backstory on like what why i enjoy to do like you know a pair of shoes that just has like a team logo like there's so much personal history for me with like sports and like with the uni edit side of it. So like concept uniforms, all that is what really built my platform. Hmm. So doing shoes that have subtle like hints to like teams, uniforms and like logos and the way that they're uniform. Like I, I love taking a shoe and communicating a team's uniform onto the shoe. Yeah. And like it might look like a basic design if you just look at it from the first time but for me i love that and like the the whole athletic aesthetic of sports like i try to like put that into my designs Mm -hmm. so um that's what's got me to where i am i don't know where i'm necessarily going but we're just like uh, we had like a really good conversation when we left the other day yeah uh, in the car just talking about like just you asked me you said you know what's your goal with this yeah like like you you communicated that that this was not like even though the level of success you're seeing now is more than you've ever had before it's not like what's in your mind as your level of success and I was like okay well what is that like like where where do you want to go yeah yeah Yeah, and I think that I think that the the real answer is that I just don't know and and I Mm. framed it in the sense of like you know like the the whole like AA thing where they tell you like, you know, someone's recovering from an addiction. It's like, take the next right decision, make the next I right decision. That, and that's kind of like, I think as a creative, how you have to be a little bit, you have to yeah. just say like, I don't know necessarily where this is going to take me, but I'm just going to do the next right thing. I'm going to put in the, the work on this project. I'm going to pay attention to the detail on this project that I think nobody's going to see because it's going to grow me and it's, I'm going to learn and I'm going to do these things. And then, you know, eventually with, what we do, you kind of just arrive mm-hmm. and then you're like, wow, like it's, it, it's like, almost, this is it. Yeah. It's almost like when you find that it's like your style, it's not, your style isn't about like finding your style. It's about like the process and the process kind of like creates your style. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if you just want to set out, like, it's like you, you said, all right, I'm going to make my style. And you made that shoe that you're like, this isn't even my style now. Yeah. But right. the process of making that is what ended up finally making your style. Yeah. So yep. if you would have never made that shoe and said, I'm going to make my style. You may not be where you're at right now. Facts. So it's, it's That's crazy. True. Like how the process of growing as an artist is different for everyone. Yeah. Um, and, and I want to relate that back to our previous conversation too. Cause like that was one of the things I realized not long ago was like, I, I always preach that, that my style, like to me, the beauty of it 
and why I love it so much and appreciate it is because it's all like the beauty is in the ubiquity, right? Like it's about people. So like whenever I see the shoes I'm doing, the concepts are very relatable. Like I, I'm sure like to an extent, the fine art world kind of sees them as like, would see them as like almost a cliche in a way. Cause like a lot of it relates back to how people interact on a daily basis. Like the idea of the idea of commute, this shoe was literally just the idea of like the way that people see a nine to five in a regular job, um, you know, some of some people see it as like a source of stability and allowing them to do everything they want to do in the world. And some people see it as the only thing stopping them from doing everything they want to do in the world. Mm. So that was the idea behind it, where this was like the the blue collar um, kind of idea behind it of saying, I just want a nine to five. I want the stability. And then this side is the creative side. And that's why I say I think it was a very successful piece in that yeah. way. Um, but like talking to you and talking to Dylan and talking to just everybody in the community i realized that like like there's no reason for me to hate on people doing what you do because like like i said it prov- it's such a an incredible way of getting people to relate in customs yeah. you immediately bring a community together mm-hmm. whenever you put a steeler shoe together yeah. like when you when people see customs going to like ben Roethlisberger or like all these you know players like it immediately relates an entire community of people that would have never related in that way. Right. And that's so fucking beautiful. And right? that's the thing about Pittsburgh too. Like it's such a sports crazy town that if you aren't somewhat like, like if, like I, I kind of sense my, like that I'm more of a bridge and a, a connector for the two communities. And that's why I wanted to start this. So like this podcast is bridging together the sports community with the art world, because Mm -hmm. I've always found myself. And that's why like me and Cody became such good friends truly is because, which I think we're friends. (laughs) I I knew that's why I was looking at Cody. I I think he was shit right now. He shook his head. Um, Is because we realized like there's a, it's, there's a rare connection for people that are into sports and art yeah and i know you have a background in sports too yeah uh with soccer right soccer hockey and basketball yeah and then and like for me when it was i had sports friends and i had art friends and so like i i want to merge them together because i think there's so much that this the people in pittsburgh that just are you know typical yinzers live for sundays they they might not even realize like that goes into creating that production of like the game that they watch or go into the stadium or like the, you know, the, the aesthetic of it. Mm -hmm. And then the people in the art world that don't even realize how much opportunity is there with those. If we bring that crowd into what the creatives are doing in this city, it could really transform not just Pittsburgh, but there's several other cities that are blue collar heavy. And right. You know, like we both come from blue collar families. So, you know, you, you know, it. like it's like your shoe. Like I'm trying to in real life, like convey the message on your shoe of like combining that, that blue collar with the, you know, creative, innovative. You have like, like that's, that's, I mean, that's part of the reason like why I'm here and like why I have such a deep appreciation for you and Cody. Cause like I remember Cody Cody. and I talk all the time. Yeah. (laughs) Leave him out of it. Yeah. 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 Uh, No, like Cody and I were talking about like Andy Warhol and like, you know, to me, uh, (laughs) just some nobody. Yeah. (laughs) Um, and like, you know, I think the beauty about Andy, like I said, is like in the ubiquity of his art, like finding, you know, the little intricacies and beauties behind like very mundane things and making money off of that. Right. And like, to me, 
I didn't like I said I didn't realize it till recently, but like it's the same reason I wanted to do that collaboration with Jake yeah. Polino and the same Which reason turned out amazing. Thank you. Thank you. But it's also the same reason that like I love entertaining this kind of thing of like working with you and like coming on here at the podcast is because you guys offer something that is so hard to achieve from like a fine art perspective because art is so unrelatable in like most people's eyes like inherently you have such a specific concept most of the time or it's too general that like people either can't relate to it or Mm. they like very specific people can relate to it you know and i think that's the beauty behind it is like there's so many people that can relate to what you're doing and may not appreciate the art side of things but when they come together they haven't seen it you know right. what I'm saying? How do you? How can you possibly know if you haven't seen it? Very true. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This was great, bro. I think that um, you know we're gonna have to have you back on because I yeah. think we're just kind of scratching the surface with like all the things that we're gonna be doing and like just the conversations that we have. Mm-hmm. I think they can. You know, we've even gotten like crazy deep, just like getting to know each other with like yeah. some of like our personal life stories and all this stuff. So as we, you know, grow as artists and whatever as this podcast hopefully continues to grow and Mm -hmm. whatever i'd love to have you back on uh at the end i usually just uh you know let you have a second to like plug whatever projects you're working on how to how people can contact you yeah whatever you want to say uh to the person listening right now let's do it baby yeah um so you guys can find me on It's Bald Boy on Instagram, first of all. Um, second of all, I have a couple of pieces up right now, one of which is going 100% of the revenue is going towards mental health awareness. Uh, and uh, that was the piece that I did with a guy named Jake Polino, which I think his name is just at Jake Polino on Instagram as well. But uh, yeah, please go check that out. If you haven't seen my work before, I think that there will be a lot of people that appreciate it and like seeing it. Um, but other than that, like, um, thank you for having me on, bro. Yeah. Like, I would love to come back again because, like, cool. I've got all sorts of stuff racing. We could chat for hours. Yeah, so, for sure. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate you, bro. Yeah, for sure. I needed more coffee, and I actually yeah. have to pee now. I fucking have to pee so bad, bro. <laughs> 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 oh my. All right. Well, thank you guys for being here. Thanks for listening to the podcast again. If you're listening, please remember to like, share, subscribe, rate, review, whatever platform you're on. Engage with the content with this uh with this podcast episode in whatever way makes sense to you uh it really helps us continue to grow this thing so uh, i look forward to coming back next month with episode four and a new guest that i'm really excited about as well so stay tuned for that follow on social media at vc2art um and on that's on tiktok instagram facebook all the social medias at vc2art and my guest at it's bald boy so appreciate you guys being here look forward to talking to you soon I still don't have a sign out. We'll see you later. Bye. Adios. Sayonara. Signing out. Deuces. I don't know.